Hey honeys, how are you? How's it going? How is your day? We have reached a new week, a new episode, and there is no cat in sight. If you missed my previous episode or previous, previous episode, depending on when I released this episode, you would get that reference. (laughs) But for those who already know, there is no cat in sight, at least not yet. It might be living up under my house. Um, I, I, I pray not because as I stated before, this Mississippi weather is nothing to play with. It was hot earlier today. Then it rained out of nowhere and not just rained. I mean, tsunami poured down the floodgates were open type of rain. And now it's cold. It's not cold, cold, but it's like cold enough. Honey, Mississippi, please get it together. But we've reached a new episode and I hope you're doing well. I hope you are prospering, honey. I hope you're making progress in your process of your life. Come through words. (laughs) Let's get into this new episode. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. So, I think I forgot to ask you how your week was going. How's your week going? I can't remember if I asked you that in the intro or not. I think I just asked you about your day. Um, But how's your week? Is your week better this week than last week? Is it? Be honest. Is it? Well, I think my week this week was better than last week. Last week started out stressful and... It kind of didn't grow from there. So this week for me was honestly better than last week. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Do y'all ever get mad that I be asking <laughs> how are you and what you up to and how's your week? But then I slick give you no time to respond. <laughs> I know this is like a one-sided conversation. I do apologize. I appreciate you for listening, but I do apologize. <laughs> Because I, I just realized that I, I ask questions back to back, but then give you no time to respond. I I am so sorry. I'm such a horrible person. I do apologize and I will work on that. That suggestion has been dropped into the suggestion box and I will check it at the end of the week. Which, depending on when I release this episode, might be today. <laughs> anyway, let's get into this just scrolling. So... I touched on the whole Cardi B offset situation. Um, I think episode before last, I think it was called Stay in Your Lane. And in that time, I talked about the side chick staying in her lane. Now, at the time, the side chick released a video of her giving this semi-Oscar award-winning performance of Cardi, I'm so sorry. I didn't I didn't know your marriage was that serious, which I'm not gonna get into that again because that irked my soul. But um I'm sorry. I hope we can both grow from this. Uh yada yada, blase blase. I'm not that type of person. Um, whatever. Well, apparently her and Cardi, or at least Cardi she responded to a message that Cardi said, um, had a little work war. We're not going to do this, Satan. We're not going to have problems with words today. Had a war of words on Instagram to a certain extent. And Cardi B said something, posted a caption under a picture, um, of her squatting down or, you know, taking a, taking a Cardi B picture. Um, she posted, she made a caption, sorry, saying, uh, bitch, sit down before I sit on you or something like that. And the chick responded in like an Instagram story and was like, I'm sitting, but on the way to your, on your, on the way to your man's house. Now, baby, you did all this boohoo crying about 
all of this. You're not that type of person. And you're not the type of person to say you took somebody's man. And all of these things. You did all of this worrying. And, well, not you really wasn't worried. You might have been worried the car to be folks gonna get attacked, gonna get to you, but then that's none of my business. Um, but you did all of this crying and boohooing to save face and saying, you know, you don't want clout off of this, but you posting saying you on the way back to this dude's house whose marriage you took part in ruining. Um, so sweetie, it sounded like you wanted clout. Um, you on here posting in new wigs, new things, new, you know, it's a new you, but this not in, according to you, it's not what you wanted, but it's what you got because of what you're presenting. But Hey, and what, what also got me, (laughs) I was going to let this go, but what also got me was she said she hated that it took this for her to know her worth. Now, you crying about knowing your worth and this happened and you now know your worth, but you still posted saying you on the way to this man's house whose marriage you took part in ruining. I'm not solely saying it was you, but you played a nice part in it. So, um, I'm not going to say the Academy Award goes to you because, sweetie, your your acting wasn't, wasn't that on point for that we're not we're not gonna do that we're not gonna play these games uh because you started and stopped crying on cue (sighs) but i digress um the second topic i want to hit on for just scrolling was this crazy story that i came across and it's it's one of those stories that slick pissed me off so there was this man named Paul. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name because I don't want to mess it up. But um, he's from Ohio. He went into, um, I think it's called Huntington. Huntington. <laughs> Shanita. <laughs> Huntington Bank. Um, he went into, they apparently have several branches. And he went into one of the branches to cash his first check from his new job. The check was $1,082. He worked at this electricity company for three weeks. He put in 64 hours. Um, he went in to cash the check. And the bank teller said, because that, the, that area had so much going on with fraud and all of this she wouldn't cash his check and if you haven't guessed it by now paul is black and if you also have not guessed it by now paul had the cops called on him for trying to cash his check that he worked for This man provided two forms of identification and a fingerprint. But the police was still called on him. For him trying to cash his check. When he said when he, you know, just figured, you know what, they're not going to cash it. Let me just leave. He went. Oh, oh, before I get into that part. They called this man's employer, the bank teller, and I guess one of her managers. I'm assuming it's a her. They wouldn't release this person's name. But they said they called the employer of this man. He just trying to cash his check. Check, like I said, was $1,081. He put in, it was like three weeks of work. It was 64 hours that um, he put in. So he said, like like I stated earlier, he figured, you know what? They're not going to cash it. I provided two forms of identification, a fingerprint. They called my boss. My boss didn't answer the phone. They're, they're just not going to cash it. I'll leave. 
He left, went and got in his car. He didn't know at the time that the police were called. Police get there and he said he stated he got in his truck, went to crank up, and the squad car pulled up in front of him and told him to get out of the car. Told him to get out of the car. They handcuffed him and put him in the back of a police car for him trying to cash his check. How? <sighs> okay. <laughs> I think come back, Shanita. How 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 ignorant? How ignorant do you have to be that this man can't cash his check? Now, the police officers called, also called the employer. And the employer answered the phone and said, yes, he works for me. He's been working here for about three weeks now. And yes, that is how much he, that's how much we pay him. Yes, he's on payroll for that much. They called to, I guess, certify the check and everything, make sure everything was good. But if this man was going to try to have uh not perform but commit some form of fraud do you think he would give two forms of identification and supply a fingerprint like come on come on common common sense is free i guess it's just not that damn common because i don't i don't i don't i don't get it it frustrates me because people want to put out this idea that oh black men don't work black men don't do this oh they're sitting at home wanting handouts from the government but this man put in the time put in the work went to cash his check only to be met with ignorance and racial profiling like hey you can't make that much there's no way you can make there's no way that this belongs to you how how when does the racial profiling end can can somebody answer that when specifically does it end when is it okay for a black man to <laughs> easily cash his check or or go about living his merry life Without having the police called on them. Or black people in general. Because now I feel like if you blink too fast, they go to cops. And then what type of sense did it make for the cops to be like, well, let me call your employer. And put him in handcuffs in the back of a car. What, what, how, how do you conscious, consciously as a human. Let's let's pull race out of it. How do you consciously as a human say, you know what? There's no possible way. This is th- you look as if this is above your means. How can you sit and say with a clear conscience? God, I think I'm saying that right. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm slick heated. How can you, what's the word I'm looking for? How can you sit by and let it be okay for you dehumanizing, in a sense, a person for the work that they put in and for your ignorance? Because there's no possible way that they make this much money simply working at um working at an electricity company at an electric company how the bank released a statement saying that they that that area received like go goes through a lot of fraud and that they are sorry and all of this other uh politically correct bs <sighs> And, uh, yeah, 
they released a statement, like I said, of course. Oh, we apologize to him. We train our people and we do this and that and the third. Now, the article didn't say if the person was fired or not. We're not, I'm not even going to touch on that. But the article didn't say if they were fired. But it did state that um, Paul went to another branch of Huntington Bank and got the check cashed with no problem. Sir, like, I guess kudos to you, but I, there's no possible way that I would have g- given that bank any type of business there's no way i don't want them touching my hard-earned money but that's just me i don't know let's move on and get into our next segment hey 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 let's get into these unique thoughts or to this unique thought uh I'm I'm tripping up in every form of the <laughs> word, in every form of the sense, whatever you want to say, honey. It's, it's late when I'm recording this, and hey, no excuse, but there there's an excuse. I just gave you one. Anyway, this, <laughs> this unique thought segment, this episode, is, is it's a doozy. We're gonna say that it's a doozy. So let's 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 start. I rarely, or not even rarely, I don't watch Doctor Phil. Um, it, it's never been one of those shows I was into. But I came across something and it pulled me in, and I I couldn't stop until I had some form of answers. So. There was this man and this woman. We're we're let's let's give them names, shall we? We're going to call the woman mm-hmm, Sheila. Let's call the woman Sheila. And we're gonna call the man Bart. Don't know where Bart came from, but we're going to call him Bart. Now, Sheila and Bart were in a relationship for 10 years, and they were about to get married. The day of the wedding, Sheila and her bridesmaids are in their suite, or, yeah, in their suite, getting dressed. Everyone's, you know, drinking, getting makeup done, getting hair done, like you would normally do at a wedding, correct? Okay, well, Bart was supposed to meet Sheila at her hotel to pick up some things to, <clears throat> excuse me, to take to their venue. Some little last minute de- uh, decorations or whatever. Um, He was supposed to be there. He said, hey, babe, I'll be there between 10 and 11. She said, okay, that's fine. 10 o'clock rolls around. Bart is not there. 11 o'clock rolls around. Bart is still not there. So she's calling him. She's on the phone with him. They're having a conversation. And he said, hey, babe, I'm stuck in traffic. I'm on the way, but I'm stuck in traffic. Okay. Sounds like a sensible excuse. All right. Like I said, 10 o'clock rolled around. 11 o'clock rolled around. Still no Bart. 12 o'clock rolls around. Still no Bart. Their wedding was supposed to start, um, if I'm remembering correctly, at 5 o'clock. Well, like I said, 12 o'clock, still no Bart. She calls him back. Hey, babe, where are you? Like, it's been two hours. I know you're not in traffic for that long. Hey, babe, my Uber got a flat. I'm stranded on the side of the road. Um, hmm. I know accidents happen, you know, but you would think as soon as the Uber got a flat, you would have called or something of that extent. But, okay. You stranded. Uber got a flat. Alrighty. Well, uh, one of her bridesmaids, being a good friend and a good bridesmaid, leaves. And she says, hey, tell him to stay where he is. I'll go get him. She borrowed her mom's car and said, I'll go pick him up. Excuse me, Jesus. 
<clears throat> I told you this Mississippi weather ain't nothing to play with, honey. What you will not do, Satan, is play with this voice. Um. Okay. <laughs> I y'all know I I get sidetracked very easily and very quickly, but the bridesmaid leaves to um go pick him up. She said, you know, that's fine. I'll I'll get them and bring them here for you. Now, the bridesmaid is trying to find him on, you know, he said he's stranded. He never really gave a specific location to where he was stranded, which should have been a clue. Um, But bridesmaid, being a good friend, went to go look for him and pick him up. Um, In the process of her doing that, she ends up getting into a car accident. Uh, she was T-boned. Her car was T-boned while she was turning, um, making a left at an intersection. Now, she on the way to the hospital. She at the, she at the hospital. And she got a brace on her neck. Okay, Bart, uh, boo. I got, y'all. The cat is back, bitch. Oh. Oh, cat, where did you come? Where do you keep coming from? And who is feeding you? And why are you back in my yard? Yeah, I told y'all, I think he, I think he living up under my house. He got to be living up under the house. I think there's a chance he just ran up under a car, under the car. It's parked, but there's a chance he's. He, I, I'm assuming it's a he. Um, it might be a she. She might be pregnant. I don't, I don't know. God, I hope she's not pregnant and she has kittens up under my house because I have dogs and the dogs go up under the house at times as far as they can go on their leash. And I want my bigger dog already killed a kitten in the backyard. Um, I, I don't think he was trying to kill it. I think he might have been trying to play with it, but him being a big dog and it being a small kitten. It it happened. The circle of life um happened. Oh God, y'all <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. The kit like the cat legit popped up out of nowhere. I saw it run in the street across <sighs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not re recording this either. Um <laughs> this damn cat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, okay, back back to back to Bart and Sheila. Um okay, I think I stopped. <laughs> it's bad when you can't remember where you stopped it. I think I stopped okay, so the bridesmaid ends up getting to a <clears throat> excuse me, a car accident. <sighs> um, quick side note, if you think I'm making this up about the cat, I promise you I'm not. It's a black cat with a white belly and its paws is white and everything like that. I I, I promise you I'm not making this cat up <clears throat> uh, for laughs and giggles and stuff like that. I promise you I'm not. But <laughs> it's bad. Um, anyway, so Bart called, uh, Sheila calls Bart. They're staying in contact. They're on the phone talking and everything. And he's still claiming he's stranded and all of these <clears throat> other things. Well, one of the other bridesmaids asked the brother to call uh, the the venue manager, and or yeah, we're going the person over the venue to ask them if they could push the wedding back by like thirty minutes to an hour, just in case you know, kind of give them some wiggle room. Now, the bride, like I said, was getting her makeup and stuff done. She was going to go to the venue and finish getting dressed and everything. She was finna get ready to go to the venue to, I guess, do some last-minute decorations or whatever. Well, the uh, person over the venue tells the brother, um, sir, there's no wedding scheduled for this day. There's no, There's no wedding scheduled today. The bride, she was getting ready for her wedding. There's no wedding schedule. So the brother calls the bride, the, the bridesmaid back and let her know what was going on. She tells the bride 
And there, <laughs> there's all of this confusion and denial. No, there is a wedding today. It's my wedding. Of course, I'm getting married. Um, <laughs> the, the manager was like, no, ma'am, you're not. Uh, so <laughs> they get the manager of the venue and Bart on the phone and Sheila and they're all talking and Bart trying to go off and why is there no wedding? I gave you money for the deposit. Da da da. Well, <laughs> here's the doozy. Uh, the manager tells Bart, "Look, you need to tell your bride what's going on. You not like you need to man up and tell her what's what's happening. Be for real. You canceled." the wedding two months ago two months ago you canceled the wedding and in fact you didn't even finish paying on the deposit for the wedding you only gave us 500 so you need to tell your bride what's really going on so the bride is freaking out of course and she's asking him like what yo what is he talking about why is he saying this is this true? What's going on? Well, Bart gets quiet on the phone and hangs up and basically ghosted for the rest of the day. Now, they talked casually all morning. They talked fine all morning. He made up the I'm in traffic. My Uber got a flat. I'm stranded on the side of the road. All of these things until it came out that he canceled the wedding two months ago. And <laughs> he only paid $500. The venue was being patient with him and was basically like, hey, as long as you get us the money, you can, you know, we'll work it out. Um, He apparently gave them a $3,000 check and the check was no good. So, yeah. They he led her to believe they were getting married. Like I said, they were in a relationship for 10 years. And he led her to believe they were getting married. Went along with this all the way up until the end. And here's the real gotcha gotcha. She paid for the wedding. She put up the she put in twenty thousand dollars for the wedding. She paid for everything. He didn't pay for anything. Who man? so you mean to tell me you knew two months in advance that you did not want to marry me you knew this two months in advance or it it has to be that's not just a decision you come to after 10 years it's getting close to your wedding date you're supposed to be securing a venue all of a sudden you don't want to get married you knew a while ago that you didn't want to get married sir and you played with this girl's feelings. Now, the friends and family, of course, told her, you know, she don't need him and to move on with her life and this, that, and the third. Well, she started back talking to Bart. She said that's 10 years of a relationship. She needed closure. And the friend was like, okay, so if you're just talking to him for closure, like, we don't want you talking to him at all, but if you're just talking to him for closure, then it is what it is. And she was like, well, that's, it's, it's not just for closure. Um, we're talking about going to counseling, and he wants to see where, you know, what did to the root of the problem and what led him to um, not wanting to get married and doing what he did. Um, she said he instantly regretted it. <laughs> Bart finna regret up in this $20,000. That's what Bart finna do. Bart finna regret up in $10,000. You finna up some money. You finna up some money or you finna up these hands. Um, Ain't no way. Ain't no way. The uh, mom told her, look, if you marry him, divorce me. I, I'm disowning you because there's no reason... You should go back to that after all of this disrespect. Nobody deserves to be disrespected the way he disrespected her, which is true. But she, 
like I said, she she was like, well, I love him. And, you know, love is blind, but love apparently is stupid. Like, I, I have yet to come across that type of love where I'm completely stupid. And I settle for being okay with being disrespected. I have yet to come across that type of love. And if I come across that type of love, I have loved ones and friends around me that would be like, um, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me a bit. Uh, what you doing? Snap out of it. They're going to fuss. They're going to yell. They're going to cuss me out. Possibly. Uh, there's a possibly a chance I'm going to receive threats. But they're going to surround me and tell me the good, the bad, and the ugly for my greater good now this person she did that you know they're they're her friends and family are telling her the the good the bad and the ugly for her greater good her bridesmaid who got in a car accident trying to go find this man to pick him up to bring him to the venue for your for the wedding even told her yo you don't deserve this and I'm not going to stand by and watch you go through this hurt again. Because if he does something like this again, which more than likely he will, we're going to be left picking up the pieces. And like I said, she was in a car accident trying to be helpful. And this man was probably sitting at home. Bart was probably at the house. So this girl risked her life trying to help you better yours i slick scared myself for a second <laughs> i thought somebody was walking up on me oh okay jesus you got me you protected me um but yeah she she supposedly wants to try to work things out um dr phil told her look if you look back at things in this man's past and your past relationship you're going to come across a pattern and really take that into consideration now if you don't listen to your friends and your family you don't listen to them because this is your life your decision um ultimately you're going to do what you want to do but i never got any clarification on if she was going to go back to him or not which sucks because like i said i want to see how this played out but what would you do in this situation because i know if i couldn't get my money back Somebody was going to have to send me some bail money or I'm going to have to set some set up some bail money for my family members and friends. Um, Let me know. Let, let, Let me know. Hey, honeys. It's time for your favorite section not section segment (sighs) y'all i'm not gonna make it like i'm gonna make it but i'm not gonna make it um i'm not so (laughs) it's time for your favorite segment at least um from some of the feedback that i've received this is one of the most favorite segments which i thank y'all and i appreciate you so much um for your support and for your feedback so let's get into this hey honey hmm this hey honey um relates to a video that i saw on instagram and it's like it's a powerful video they it's of these figurines well not figurines um it's a drawing it's a uh it's a drawing of people and the people start out white and this guy st- uh starts out like i said they start out white and it's a drawing it's this is like a black and white um video and the drawing starts out white and the first person he comes in contact with is crying and there's some hurt where it's not a lot it's but it's some hurt she's experiencing some hurt so he sticks his hands out and her hands connect with his and the hurt transfers from her to him the pain and the pain is drawn as like 
black. It's like black ash or something like that. And it transfers. So it transfers to his hands first. He runs off to, you know, he's going about his day and he encounters someone else. Um, This time, a couple. And the couple gets into an argument. The woman storms off and the man is left with some form of hurt and some form of pain. And he has a little bit more than the first person that the first drawing came in contact with. So the the drawing that takes the pain away reaches out his hands and the pain transfers from him to from one man to the next. Um so he takes the pain away from the from the man that was just arguing with his girlfriend. Now the pain has went from just his hands to now all over his arms, both arms and in both legs. So it slows him down a little bit. He went from running to not even jog, maybe maybe a slight jog, but the pain slowed him down. He and he goes on, and the next person he encounters is not just a white drawing, but is completely black. This person is full of pain, and they're. Um, standing on the edge of a bridge about to commit suicide and the person talks them down and gives them a hug and all of their pain transfers into him now he's gone from being you know just black and white partial black and white to completely black from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet and he slowly 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 makes it to his door and he gets his door and his dog runs out and jumps on him and his dog is gray, as if the dog has been taking pain away from people as well, <clears throat> or at least taking his pain away. Um, and the pain drains from him and the dog. So now the dog is white and he's back to white. So the caption <clears throat> that went along with this was um, someone that I follow saying that they were no longer going to try to take the pain away. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing this. They were no longer going to try to take the pain away from from people who continually set themselves up in positions to get hurt. And the this resonated with me because they had like a pretty long caption, but at the end of it, it said, you have people that are plotting, but not pouring which means you have people that are plotting into you. They're plotting their problems into you, but they're not pouring into you as as in pouring encouragement, pouring in love, pouring in genuine help, pouring in things that you need, things you may not even know that you need, but you need. And in this whole image, this whole sketch, um the video like i said this person is going from person to person taking their pain away but it's also slowing him down we as people get so wrapped up in other people's pain and trying to fix them and fix their problems and take away their pain once it's transferred from them onto us they can go on living their lives they can go on living how they want to until they encounter a new hurt or they set themselves up for the same old hurt. The example that this person used was um, telling, you know, friend, telling a friend not to go back to that old relationship, but they continuously go back to that old relationship where they're not being poured into. They're being hurt continuously, but then they turn around and come back to her for help and for guidance you know, she was like, 2019, I'm not dealing with that anymore. Because what it's doing is draining me. But by the time I get home now, I'm full, so full of someone else's hurt and someone else's pain that it's, it's pulling me from what I need to do. And I'm, I'm drained from the day. 
but no, I have no one there to pour into me. So I said all of this to say to you, don't let someone plot their issues into you. Don't let someone plot how, how they feel about you. And don't let, don't let them plot that seed into you. Don't let them plot their hurt, their anger, their insecurities. Don't let them plot that into you. Because once they do, they can go on living their merry little lives. However they want to live it. They can go on singing songs, playing games, and you stuck moving in slow motion. Because you tried to help. Because you wanted to help. You know, maybe this is a friend or a family member and you want to be there for for them and you're trying your best to be there for them, but they keep setting themselves up with to be hurt in the same way that they're always being hurt, but they continue to come with you or not come with you, come to you with their problem or that issue. And you have to continuously be the strong person. Um for them but then it leaves you questioning well if i'm the strong person who for them who gets to be the strong person for me if i'm continuously having to be strong because really i have no other choice who who you know what happens when they see me break or who can i you know who can be my strong person It's okay to be the strong person sometimes, but you don't have to be the strong person all the time. And I say this repeatedly, like every episode, I tell y'all stuff that I, that I need to say to myself, I'm the strong person for my family. And sometimes I can't lie. It wears on me. I take on the problems of other people. I take on the hurt of other people. And it wears on me. And I don't say anything because my thought process is, well, they're already dealing with this. So they don't need me to tell them, hey, you kind of breaking me down on the inside. You know, they don't need that because they're already dealing with this. But what happens is. They pass their pain or their hurt or their anger on to me. And then they're free to go about their about their life. And I'm stuck having to be strong. I'm stuck having to deal with, well, okay, trying to come up with a solution instead of them, instead of just being a listening board and be like, you know what, this is my suggestion and then let it my suggestion and then let it go no i'm stuck holding on to the problem and they let it go or they they dropped it in my lap and kept it pushing so don't let someone plot into you people are uh, like i said the person ended it in their caption with people are plotting and not pouring Don't let someone plot into you. Let them pour into you. Don't go back doing the same old things and trying to give the same old old advice about the same old situation to the same old person. Focus on you. Go that advice you would give to other people. Give it to yourself. Dig deep within yourself and give that information, that advice and everything to yourself. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be the strong person all the time. That's fine. I'm I'm working on that now. <laughs> I'm working on not being okay all the time and not trying to have all of the answers and everything at 27. I'm 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 working on that now. But examine the people you got closest to you. See who's plotting into you and who's pouring. Let's get into the next segment. 
child, we made it to the end of another episode, honey. We've made it. We've made it. We've made it. Um, you're still listening. I'm still grateful for you listening. And yeah, <laughs> let's get into this unique speaks. Um, this week there is no poem, but we do have a quote. And this quote, I really I don't know where it originated, to be honest with you. Um, my pastor said it at the end of church Sunday and it was something that one of the other church members sent to him and it resonated with him and when he said it it resonated with me um but it said my purpose was created before your opinion let that sink in for a second like let me repeat it My purpose was created before your opinion. Yeah. I I don't, that's self-explanatory. I don't really need to expand on it, but I will. I'll try to do a quick um, expand on it. Your purpose, you were created way before your... Okay, I'm I'm messing this up already. Anyway, <laughs> your purpose, who you are, who you were meant to be, everything you're supposed to be in life was created way before the opinion of other people, way before that negative opinion in your head, way before the negative opinion of those who dislike you, way before the negative opinion of those who pretend to like you and are sleek sleekingly (laughs) who are slick rooting for your downfall that that came out very weird downfall (laughs) but um your purpose was created way before all of their inputs way before all of the well, you should do this, and I wouldn't do that, and you should hold off on this, and da-da-da-da-da, and yada-yada, blase-blase. You should be listening to one voice, the Heavenly Father. Listen to him. He will not lead you into the wrong path. Um, Listen to that voice that is deep within, because a lot of the times, that's your intuition. That's I just said you should be listening to one voice, which is true. Listen to Heavenly Father, but also listen to your heart. Listen to the voice that's deep inside that says you can do this. There's no reason why you were brought this far only to be brought this far. You were created when you were thought of before you were formed in your mother's womb. There was a purpose for your life. And that came along way 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 before the opinions of those who try to tear you down the opinion of those who are close to you and those who don't know you who try to tear you down for the slight mention of an idea that you have that was that 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 purpose that your whole being who you're supposed to be was created long before the opinions of people who hold no merit in your life. Do you, boo? It's something else like, this something else that my pastor loves to say is, do you, boo? Do you live for you? Do everything that you want to do with your life. Live out your purpose, not their opinions. Live in the pursuit of your own happiness, not the pursuit of the happiness of people who are rooting for you, but aren't rooting for you. Okay? So, yeah, once again, (laughs) your purpose was created way before their opinion. 
or I, I said that wrong. You get it. You, you get it. My purpose was created way before your opinion. There we go. Anyway, <laughs> we've made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And quick update. Thank thank you. A quick thank you to God. Um, This podcast is now being distributed or shared or publicized, whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, is now is not only being brought to you on Anchor. It is also being distributed and playing on Spotify, um, now on Apple Music, um, Google Podcasts, Radio, not Radio Plus, Radio Public, um, Stitcher, and Breaker. Y'all, we not, we, we stepping out of our own, you know, (laughs) stepping out of our own own little box. We're opening up our box to, well, not, well, 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 I'm sorry that that wasn't supposed to go that way. We're, (laughs) we're, (laughs) we're extending ourselves. Does that still sound bad? No, no. It doesn't. We're extending ourselves to other platforms. Yay! Shout out to us. You know, um, we're going to make this family grow. We're going to have more red people. And if you don't know why you're called red people, it's because my name is red and you are my people. Okay? Um, that, that, I still might change the name later, IDK. But I love you so much. Thank you, God, for this opportunity. Thank you for listening. Um, hit the favorite star. Give me some applause. You know, give me some feedback. I greatly appreciate it. Um, until next time, please, please, please remember and stand firm in knowing L-O-V-E is all we need. I love you. Talk to you soon.